0: The
1: Q Morning Crew on Q108. It's Tuesday, which means it's Try It Tuesday, brought to you by our friends over at Park It Market on Fort Campbell Boulevard. And
0: love Park It Market because this is where you can find all kinds of international foods that you just can't find here in this country.
1: Yes, and I'm a big fan of trying different things, as, as Tiffany is as well. And I'm just going to say, this product has gotten the approval of my daughter. Just I played the tease for you. This was her reaction. I love it. <laughs> All right, so. Okay,
0: this is an item that is an international item.
1: Yes, this is an international flavor of Lay's potato chips. Now, these are the ones that are kind of like the Pringles. They're the Stacks. They do
0: look like Pringles.
1: Yes, Uh, they're shaped like Pringles. They come in the the, like the Pringle uh, uh, cylinder, but they are Lay's potato chips.
0: And they look like they're more baked as opposed to the fried potato chips.
1: So these are the cucumber flavored Lay's potato chips. And before we get into it, uh, just so you know, Tiffany, because I know that you're worried about ingredients. Yes. uh, Potato flakes, vegetable oil, pre-gelatinized starch. Cucumber flavor seasoning slash artificial seasoning, granulated white sugar, mono and diglycerides, salt, phosphoric acid, and carotene.
0: Okay. So, so it's not vegan friendly, but it's okay. This it is, is this is for the show and you're going to taste it. Yes. Cheers. This is the cucumber Lay's potato chip. Hmm. Oh, you can taste that cucumber right away. Yeah, okay. It's not completely cucumber forward. Can definitely taste a little bit of the sweetness, which you mentioned that sugar.
1: Okay. Uh, see, I'm not, getting, I'm not getting any sweetness. I'm getting kind of a bland chip, honestly. Hmm.
0: I noticed the, the the sugar in there.
1: I want this to be saltier. Hmm. I think if it was a little bit, I mean, the cucumber flavor is good. But I think if it was a little saltier, yeah. it'd like enhance that cucumber flavor. Right. But what's good about this is because it's not salty.
0: It's not greasy.
1: It's not. This is also, I think this would be like a good like, hey, I'm having a sandwich. Let me have some chips with it mm-hmm. where I'm not just going to like eat an entire, I'm not going to binge eat it because it's not, you know, the greatest. It's Okay. On a scale of one to ten, I, I I'm I'm gonna go with a I'm gonna go with a point eight. Six point eight three. Six point
0: eight three. Okay, I will go with a six on this okay. because usually with chips I just I like more of that chip flavor. Yeah. Not a big fan of the baked mm-hmm. potato chips. Just give me the go ahead and give me the fried. Okay, I gotcha. <laughs> But um, yeah, over there. there, there's a little bit of a uh, little bit of sugar I'm tasting, but you can taste the cucumber with the first bite.
1: Well, here is the review from a four year old. Mm, that's the important review. Yes. Here's what uh, Monica had to say about the situation. All right, Monica, this is the Lay's cucumber flavored chip. Mm. I love it. Yeah. What do you <laughs> like about it? Cucumbers. Yeah. (laughs) Do you want another one? Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. On a scale of one to ten, one being bad, ten being amazing, what do you give it? Mmm, I love it. I gave it an eight. Okay, kid approved. Kid approved. It gets an eight from the kiddos. Park Market offers over 6,000 international items. Take yourself on a trip and explore the freshest produce, exotic spices, snacks, and even hot food right off of Fort Campbell Boulevard.
0: The Q Morning Crew on Q108. Could you imagine taking a parent with you on your job interview? Hiring managers say that one in every five Gen Zers approximately will bring a parent to their job interview.
1: Um... Okay, weird. <laughs> are, are, I have questions.
0: Well, we may not have answers. That's pretty much... We, we're not getting the whole story behind why, if they were the ride and they're say. waiting. or uh, But they also say of Gen Zers, uh-huh. over half struggle with eye contact, dress inappropriately, and use inappropriate language. So it's according to this study, more hiring managers are looking to hire older candidates because some feel that they're not entirely ready for the working world.
1: Well, aren't Gen Zers just now starting to enter the working environment? Like 16 to like 20-something-year-olds, like getting there first.
0: And that's how we learn. That's how we learn how what a good job interview is and what a bad job yeah, interview
1: is. I, I can only imagine what it would be like for millennials because I'm not going to cast any judgment on this. Because I remember, like, my first times interviewing didn't exactly go great. You know, I mean, I was—I always dressed appropriately. That was, like, the one thing my father instilled in me was, like, you always dress to impress for whatever job interview you go in for. So I never had that problem. But, like, bringing a parent, I mean, maybe they were their ride or something like that. I could could see that.
0: Sometimes it's on the opposite end. Was on a job interview one time where... The one who was interviewing me was talking about himself in third person. Oh. So, <laughs> oh. so he took me out to dinner after he showed me around the radio station, and we went through the whole interview. and uh-huh. And at dinner, he said, "So, do you have any questions of Stephen Buble?" <laughs> and I. <laughs> ah. And that was his name. And, and I was looking at him and I was so thrown off <laughs> by the fact that he didn't say, do you have any questions for me? I'm like, "What? <sighs> uh, no, I, I really can't think of any because the number one question that was on my mind is, why are you talking about yourself in oh. the third person?
1: See, OK, my second question would have been, how's your cousin Michael doing <laughs> and can I get an autograph?
0: Yeah. Are you related?
1: Yeah, please. Uh, I think the worst interview I ever went on was about halfway through it. I went in for a marketing specialist job and I thought with my background, I'd be really good at this. And it was about halfway through the interview where I realized I was in one of those like rent an office kind of places. So I was like, oh, there's like no pictures of her family. It's just very generic. So it was. Definitely one where they wanted to make it look like they were legit. And then (laughs) she had told me that uh, the the bulk of the job would be showing up at like 5 a.m. with my partner to set up a booth inside of a Walmart for brands like Comcast or DirecTV and sell their products.
0: Ah, more of a sales position than a marketing
1: position. A little bit of a bait and switch thing there. And I was just like, yeah, now I'm good.
0: On the Q Facebook page, just got some great messages. Sean says, I took vacation days to interview, bought my own plane ticket, paid for my own hotel. First thing, the interviewer says, I have no intention of hiring you. This is a courtesy because I knew your brother.
1: Oh, no. I had eight
0: more hours left in my interview day. It was painful. Julie says, applied to work at a vet clinic. Veterinarian did the interview while spaying a cat apparently one of the cleanest and quickest surgeries to do, I fainted, was not offered the job after I woke up. <laughs> Dylan says interviewed someone for a server's position in a club, and she said she didn't work weekends or past 8 p.m. We are a nightclub that's open from 7 p.m. until 2
1: a.m. Uh, Tiffany on the Facebook uh, post that we made said she drove over two hours to a potential job where I thought I would be working as a caregiver for animals on a farm used in the movie-slash-TV oh, industry. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wow, oh, that sounds great. Then she said, once I got there, I started talking to the person, and I realized they were just trying to gather prospects for their cult. Wow. Well, that is a way to get people in. <laughs> that is a heck of an interview process. I've never been be interviewed. i have been driving there. <laughs> I kind of want to go on an interview for a cult now. That kind of... No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) show up with a crazy haircut. Been seeing
0: plenty of Netflix specials. No, you don't.
1: If I show up to work one day with a crazy haircut, you'll know what happened. Uh, Patty is on the line. Patty, what's the worst job interview you ever went on? I
0: once went... uh, I think I was in my 30s or something, and the interviewer was in their 20s. And they asked me if I would have a problem... Uh, having taken direction or having a boss that was younger
1: than me. Maybe you should have responded back with like, would you have a problem if I do not like one of your rules? I'm not quick-witted like that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's all right. Well, all right. Well, Patty, well, thank you so much for the call. We appreciate it.
0: Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Patty. Bye-bye. The Q Morning Crew on Q108. Losing your phone is the absolute worst. Except for having it sucked out of an airplane when you're 16,000 feet in the air. You heard of that horrific story of the door that was blown off the airplane when they were flying at 16,000 feet. It is incredible that everybody is okay, except for the boy who lost his shirt. And two people had their phones sucked out as well. And you never want to lose your phone. And you probably think, that phone's never going to be found. Well, both the phones... And the door have been found. The door was in a tree in a teacher's backyard. And the phones, both phones were also found and both were in perfect working order. If that is not the best commercial for an iPhone <laughs> that you have ever heard.
1: I was going to say that actually might be one of those uh, those, no- those old school Nokias. The big brick phone. Like, thank goodness that didn't fall from the sky because that probably would have been a meteor.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the <laughs> door, the door was pretty big as well. So um, thankfully, it landed in a tree and not onto a person. But the whole story is just unbelievable.
1: Could you imagine ever flying again after that happened? I've, I've never. I
0: don't know if I would be able to. That sounds like a pretty traumatic experience.
1: You know, I thought the exact same thing until I saw that this, there's a new company out that's going to help out with this situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard the commercial for it the other day. I grabbed it. I've got it right here. Having the door blow off of the plane in the middle of a flight can be stressful, to say the least. Well, not anymore, thanks to Dependable Plane Windows and Doors. And at our No Blowout Blowout Sale, you can get an airplane door that's guaranteed not to blow off of the plane each and every time.
0: Look, I'm a busy woman who travels a lot, so having the airplane door fly off on the plane every time I travel was getting to be too much. So I went to Dependable Plane Windows and Doors and their helpful staff found an airplane door that was solid and secure. So now I bring my own airplane door every time I fly.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. pilot speaking. I'd like to thank the passenger in C-12D for bringing her own airplane door from dependable plane windows and doors. We're going to be okay, folks. We're going to be okay. It's the no blowout, blowout sale at dependable plane windows and doors going on now. So, you know,
0: just one more thing you have to pack a
1: yeah, new business coming to Wilma Rudolph Boulevard uh, tomorrow. Hopefully
0: the Q morning crew on Q108. What are some everyday things that people do that you consider to be disrespectful? Oh,
1: I'm so glad you asked. <laughs>
0: There's one that happens every single day driving Highway 48 to get here and then to head back home. People who tailgate you Uh when you're driving at or above the speed limit and they are aggressively tailgating you and blinding you with their lights.
1: Tailgaters are just the absolute worst.
0: It's like that personal space, you know, whether as a human personal space, standing in line at the checkout or in your car personal space. All
1: right. I've I've got one better than uh, than tailgaters. And this happens Regardless whether I'm at Publix or Kroger, Food Lion, Walmart, does not matter. It's the person that stops mid-aisle to send a text message. Mm. You're going down the aisle for bread. You're looking. The next thing you know, you have to come to an abrupt stop because somebody decided right then and there they need to check their fantasy football team.
0: It's like a roadway. If you're going to stop and do something, you got to pull over over. to the
1: side. Pull over to the side, please. Uh, The one that annoys my wife, this is also at the grocery store, is seeing people put things on shelves that they don't belong.
0: Oh, I just saw that over the weekend. Something was in the freezer that I'm like, really? You're going to put it in the freezer? It was like a box of cookies or something that yeah. they had decided that they didn't want anymore.
1: It's disrespectful because the people who work there have to then take time out of their day to go put things back. And they already have enough to do. They don't need you just leaving a, a case of beer in the diaper aisle. Well, sometimes
0: it's going to spoil the food. If it's originally from the freezer turn. and you leave it on a shelf. On the Q Facebook page, Sarah says, no turn signal. Are they out of blinker fluid? <laughs> <laughs> Heather says, pulling out in front of you, making you slam on the brakes and there's not a soul behind you. Like they couldn't wait until you just passed. They got to pull right out in front of you. Jay says, when you hold the door open for
1: someone and they don't say thank you when they walk by... That is so rude. That's the same part. Those are the same people that you let them into a turn lane and they don't give you the wave like, hey, thanks. Appreciate it.
0: These are probably the same people that when they go into a changing room in any store, they just leave everything that they tried on all over the place. put nothing back on the hangers and just leave it all in the room.
1: I will also say. All right. This is a certain area of town. So if you're going down Wilma um, and you go to what oh God, what is that road? You turn right on. Um, it's right before. Which like way are you Wyatt, going on John, Wilma? Uh, it's right before Lowe's and all of that. Um, so you turn right. It has this. People will know what I'm talking about. It has this stupid dip in the road. And if you go by it too fast, your car will go
0: bottom out of it. Yes. Yes
1: people don't understand that hurts your car. You got to so, slow down. So yeah. you have to slow down. But the only other problem is, so when you do that, you're kind of merging into one lane and you have people who are coming around that roundabout very quickly and they just want to get right up on you. And you're like, it's the dip. I'm trying not to ruin <laughs> my car. It! <laughs> oh, I hate that. Those, oh, it's so rude. And then they want to sit there and honk at you like it's your fault. It's like, I'm not the one who made the road. It's lovely, isn't it? I have to go walk around the studio now. My (laughs) blood's boiling. The Q Morning Crew
0: on Q108. There's something that you should not expose to anyone under the age of two, according to this new study. And it's something that is everywhere these days. More than ever, we are surrounded by screens. Phones, games, TVs, tablets. You see TV screens in minivans. This new study shows that screens are just awful for kids. And researchers say that young children should entirely avoid screen time for the first two years of life. This is Associate Professor Karen Heffler from Drexel University in Philadelphia talking about some of the problems that can occur from childhood screen use. Early television and screen viewing has been associated with some developmental delays. One of the studies looked at infants 8 to 16 months old and found that each hour of screen viewing is associated with a 17-point decrease in communicative development. Behavioral problems such as emotional reactivity, aggression, externalizing behaviors, and oppositional defiance are also associated with early screen use shocking numbers
1: um this is why i'm glad to be married to the person that i am my wife told me about this when we had our first child and i had i had no idea and look i've never been one of those like i've wanted to just be like here's the babysitter tv's on but it's true like we have noticed a big difference when we limit screen time so one of the things When we got here, as we were kind of like adjusting to life in Clarksville, we would get the kids home from school. I would go to cook dinner. And because my wife's working at the hospital late, she's not there. Yeah. So obviously, you know, the Robbie, the one year old, you just kind of put him in his in his high chair and he cooks with dad. But for Monica, it was like, hey, let me turn on Spidey and his amazing friends or Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Right. Right. And I noticed when it became time for bath and bedtime, you're going to get the typical, they don't want to go to bed. They want to stay up. But it was even worse. She just would not listen. But then when I started being like, no, that's enough TV time. Why don't you play with whatever activity she's into or color or, hey, let's get your kinetic Anything sand out?" Anything than, than a screen. Correct. All of a sudden, she started listening better. Nighttime started going a lot smoother and credit to my wife. She's the one who told me and limiting screen time has been a huge benefit. I wonder if this would work for us too. First of all, don't take away my screen time. (laughs) It's all I have left in life, Tiffany. Okay. (laughs) You have no idea how many times I've gone to just lay my son down Gosh, I shouldn't it's even. Okay. Amb- you
0: don't even play video games or anything. I shouldn't Kyle. Even, don't even admit this because
1: <laughs> I know my wife is listening. There are so many times where I go to lay my son down and he goes to bed super easy. I will literally just sit in the recliner in the dark room and I'll just play on my phone for 20, 30 minutes. It's quiet. Mm. <laughs> There's nobody bothering me. <laughs> it's kind of why and I'm then always.
0: Kyle get sassy.
1: So <laughs> sassy. <laughs>
0: The Q Morning Crew on Q108.